0: So there's definitely a difference between wireframing for developers versus wireframing for web designers. And even though it's like in the same world, there's a difference and you should probably know about it. I'm getting major Oompa Loompa vibes in this shirt. Whatever, I get like So welcome to Suitcase Coder, the podcast. I'm Laura and I host this podcast where I track my journey from joining a coding bootcamp to becoming a remote developer. My ultimate goal in life is to travel the world and see as many countries as I can. But for now, I'm sharing what I've learned so far to hopefully help and inspire future techies, freelancers, and digital nomads. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started. Can we just take a really quick second and talk about the importance of wireframing when it comes to both software development as like back-end functionality coding related stuff but also web design and i think it's really crucial to start with a wireframe as a base before starting anything else and i didn't really write anything down for this but i know i want to talk about it because i tell all of my students the importance of it almost every single class and it's something that i bring up a lot Um, and it's something that i try to do every single time i plan on something new obviously i'm a huge notebook and pens kind of person so i do a lot of my wireframing on paper and pen or pencil, but there's a ton of tools that are free that you guys can use in order to create either super extended and complex or very simple wireframes. Let me just start with the obvious like wireframing for web design. If you have a website that you're trying to design and build the layout for, even if you're coding it using, you know, HTML and CSS, well, especially for coding it and you don't have like a designer on hand, you're not working directly with the designer and you're not like the best designer. I think that's even a more important way to start is by creating some kind of layout, some kind of template for you to use so that when you do go about and code the website again, even if it's static with HTML and CSS, you can Organize your code and the layout of your website super easily because you already know exactly what you're going to build. You just have to translate your wireframe into HTML static codes. You can use Bootstrap or just. everything into containers and divs and sections you code however you want but i highly highly believe that having a layout a wireframe for how you want your website to generally look like i think is a really good and the reason why is because you don't have to think about it when you go code it in html you just have to kind of copy it over and translate boxes and x's into divs and containers and elements and so to that point i want to say that wireframes the purpose of wireframes is to give you a general layout of what's going to happen it's not to go super In depth, you can go very, very in depth with wireframing, but it doesn't have to be. So, the typical wireframe does use something like boxes for certain elements or X's, I think, for images. And you can do like heading text, like literally, when you have when you want a header text on your website, you would write out header. And then for paragraph, you can either write like lorem ipsum to see how it would look, or you could just write lines, like replace all the text because you don't know what that content is going to be yet. Content usually typically kind of comes last in building a website. And so you want to build it out and just replace it with lines. So you want to like literally simplify your entire website into boxes, X's and lines and rectangles and squares. Another thing to point out is if you do like wireframe a lot, whether it's design or software development, which we'll get into in a second, but either one, I think it's crucial to have some kind of template for yourself. So you know that, especially if it's just you working on the project, you can always know that an X is gonna mean an image, a rectangle is gonna mean some kind of element, a block element, and you can use that same template and as a reference point every time you go out and build a wireframe. And the more you build, like the more you put this into your process for creating websites, I think the easier it gets, and you don't have to like reference back to oh, how do I say that I want to have some kind of paragraph here? Yeah, I think it's it also is a good starting point because. It lets you know how much information or how much content might take up a space. Um, You can deal with like margin and padding and all that generally. And then, you know, have a general idea of how you want that to be when you go about building the website. Oh, also with like web design, um, if you are working with a designer or if it's just you and you're working directly with a client, having some kind of wireframe is something that you can present to your clients before even starting the website and have them make adjustments to the wireframe rather than to your code because going back and fixing and trying to replace code is way more complicated and takes a lot more time than just redrawing a couple boxes on a website or on a piece of paper. So it's something that you can use to either present to the clients or to present to a designer, other people on your team and. Show them what you plan on building as far as the website or the project goes. And that way you guys can edit just that and not have to go back and edit like major code. Obviously there's going to be some changes to the code. That's just natural when working on a project. But if you try to get all of those changes out from the front, from the front, from the beginning of a project, then it will make your life. Easier and save you a bunch of. Them. And now, onto what I talk about mostly in my class um, when I'm teaching coding, and this goes from like HTML to when you're starting your first web application using React and JavaScript, you want to make sure that you wireframe, and this is going to look a little bit differently, but you wireframe something before getting into the development of a project. So, when you wireframe something for a more advanced like coding project, and it's not just a static website you're gonna have to plan out a lot more of how the functionality of your website actually works, especially for web apps where you have, you know, clicks of buttons leading to something displaying or not displaying or user's information coming in and outputting something else. So there's a lot more functionality and a lot more steps going on behind the scenes when building out a web app, for example. And so to have a wireframe, whether in words or also I like to draw everything out, like I said, in pen and paper. So, like, if I'm building an app, I or if I have an idea for an app, I'll draw everything out and I'll split it up by different screens. So, let's say they log in; that's one screen, and I'll wireframe like two input boxes for a username, a password, and then they sign in, right? And then in between, there's like a, I put like a box, um, but it kind of shows like what happened in the background before the next screen appears. And what will be there is like it checks whether or not the user exists and whether or not the password matches that user if the user exists. So that's something that I can plan out. And I know that it's something that I'll have to code when building out this web app. Um, But if I wireframe it and kind of write out every single step to the code before even touching any text editor then i then i eliminate a lot of time trying to figure it out as i go or even worse trying to have to rewrite code that i've already written to fit some kind of thing that i didn't account for writing out what you are planning to do what your app is trying to accomplish and it's okay so that's one thing is when you're wireframe you want to make sure that you're thinking about what the user is seeing. And so all the different possibilities that the user might encounter when visiting either your website or your web app and or any application really that you're building. And you wanna make sure that you account for every potential step being taken. And so you can code out, you can plan it out in a wireframe with a mix of images and text, and kind of like a step-by-step thing of what is going to happen when a user uses your app from beginning to end. So from like signing up as a user to logging in as a user, to visiting their homepage, to actually interacting with your app, to logging out, and then logging back in. All of that should be broken down into an extensive yet simplified wireframe. And that way, when you do go and sit down and actually code out your project, you don't have to tackle the entire project at once. You can just tackle it one screen at a time or one like wireframe section at a time. That way you don't get overwhelmed with the entirety of the project you just tackle one step at a time and that's kind of the purpose of wireframing is to eliminate excessive stress and eliminate like too much time going back and trying to fix things or embed things or take things out that don't work And that's it that's my two cents about wireframing it's not much but i hope you found it helpful if you've enjoyed this podcast and or youtube if you're watching on youtube please make sure to subscribe and leave a rating that helps a ton i don't think i have very many ratings but if you want to be one of the first then go ahead and leave a review as well And don't forget to like and subscribe if you are watching on YouTube. And if you wireframe on your next project before getting started and it's not something that you originally did, then give me a shout out and I'll give you a shout out on my Instagram or Twitter, however you'd want. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.